What's up, guys, gals, and non-binary pals? Welcome back to the Fangirl Files podcast. I'm Queen Petty. I'm the virgin whore. And we are back with another episode, except this time we're actually together. Yeah, in the flesh. Yeah, we're not doing this over Zoom. We had our five guys, and we had some good laughs, and now we're chilling, dying on the inside. Yeah, as always. Yeah. Um, We watched WandaVision. And that's sort of what the topic is going to be for today. Um, Plus, like, the rest of Marvel as a whole and where we feel like it's going. True. Yeah, true. Because there wasn't enough. We'll get into that. We'll We'll, get get there. Yeah. But (laughs) how are you? I guess I'll let you start this time. I mean... I'm chilling. For those of y'all that don't know, we are we just had our first week back at school for our second semester of I guess our senior year, except technically not your senior year. It's, so I don't Yeah, I'm gonna be a double senior next year. Yeah. So so like technically the second semester of our senior year mm-hmm. together. And I've been very busy, as I'm sure y'all heard the la- when I recorded the last podcast with Reed. I have not been Having a good time this week. I worked a whole bunch. I was in several Zoom meetings at once. Mm-hmm. And I'm just very, very tired. You, yeah, she was telling me she was in like a seven-hour one. And I was like, what the? Yeah, like I had to go to like a training boot camp for my job. And it took forever. Mm-hmm. They gave us breaks and stuff. But I was just like, I know most of this in general. So I don't understand why I can't leave. But like, I guess it was necessary. Mm. So, yeah, that's how I am. But how are you? You're the one that has been missing for the past week, at least for these guys. Of course, I've been a whole ass mess. <laughs> All right. So I started my week. I was supposed to fly into Arizona on Saturday. And so I do everything I'm supposed to get to the airport, you know, bring my luggage and everything like that. And this story is just going to be the epitome of like first world problems. So feel free to skip ahead. But um, I bought like all my snacks and everything. And I was sitting there and I was like, you know, I'm going to work on my thesis because I had my defense yesterday. Actually, we're recording this on Saturday. So we American Airlines, it, for those of y'all who know who they are, of course, my plane gets delayed for um, of course they did. maintenance issues. Yeah, of course, mechanical issues. So, you know, I'm, I'm like, okay, that's totally fine. Like my flight can get delayed. Like my connecting flight from Dallas to Phoenix is not until like eight o'clock. So I'm, I'm just sitting there and sitting there and sitting there. And then like it's 6 PM and I'm thinking like, I'm not going to make my connecting flight at this point. So I go up to the counter and I'm like, I'm going to reschedule my flight and everything. And like, you know, the customer service people were super nice and everything. And so she's like, okay, we're going to grab your luggage and things like that. And things will be okay. So I'm like, cool, great. I rescheduled it. And I go up to the counter. I'm waiting for probably like 20 minutes. And then the woman returns and she um, is sort of looking a little bit nervous. So at this point, I'm like, okay, something's wrong. And it turns out that <laughs> my luggage ended up going on that flight. <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I haven't heard this story. You guys, no. so I'm fr- oh my- <laughs> Are you okay? I'm fine. Everything turned out okay, but it was just sort of like it's okay to laugh cuz everything turned out totally fine. Like I was I found my suitcase, nothing that I know of was missing. So everything turned out fine. And like, I wasn't angry at all because I'm just not the type of person to get angry at like customer service people. And like, again, like she right. told the people to pull the luggage. So I'm like, yeah, I knew I'm, I was like, I'm not going to yell at you. Like, it's okay. It's not your guys's fault. Um, Cause I understand what it feels like to get yelled at and things like that from customer service. It's just not fun. Yeah. I mean, nobody likes it, Karen. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to become a Karen today, but yeah, that was the start of the week. And it sort of evolved into a bigger sort of monster to where I've been feeling very, well, this past week, I've just been feeling off lately. And like, I had my thesis defense yesterday, as I said, and you know, I I got everything I sort of wanted out of my thesis defense. And I just sort of left feeling very like empty and sort of like numb to everything. So I just sort of was like sitting there like, why am I feeling so dissatisfied right now? Like, why am I not happy that, you know, I've just completed a 
a thing that took an entire year to do. Mm-hmm. And I think I sort of came to like this realization that, you know, I'm, I've been sort of forcing myself to do things I don't want to do and things that like, um, like I've just put too much pressure on myself to be a completely different person than who I actually am. And so I sort yeah. of had that epiphany yesterday. I was like crying in my kitchen, like, <laughs> See, I've never seen Madison cry, so, like, knowing that she cried is a big deal for me, for those of you who need some reference. Yeah, it was just, it was a mess, but, like, I woke up this morning, and I felt pretty good about, you know, sitting down and being honest with myself and being, like, um, you know, this is just who you are, so, you know. Like, you took care of yourself. I think it's important to know, like, when to say no mm-hmm. to to other people or, like, to a situation where you're, like, no, I need to take time for myself, like. That's the thing I think we both need to work on is just learning how to say no. Yeah, definitely. Well, I it's just such a struggle because it's like there's so much work that you have to do. So like taking like five minutes to yourself sort of just feels like you're you're like delaying work and then you're like, oh, that's five yeah. minutes of sleep that I just missed. And yeah, I'm already not sleeping a lot. So I can't have a break. And then you just end up getting burnt out. So yeah. Yeah, taking time for yourself is really important. Um, just taking time to handle your emotions, taking time to like do some self care stuff. It's a very good thing. Like, do that no yeah. matter if you're busy as hell. Do that for yourself. Like, schedule out least. one day a week to yeah. do that for yourself. Because exactly. if not, you are going to implode. We've both learned this over time. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's definitely necessary. No matter what you think you're missing, the world's going to go on. Like, you're fine. Yeah. And I promise you, you'll feel just so much better. Well, I'm glad you took care of yourself, my dude. Yeah, I'm glad I did too. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It's just been a whole ass journey. <laughs> Life is just so strange. Life is a climb. It is. But it's the a climb. Is good. <laughs> I literally just quoted the Hannah Montana movie, Life's a Climb. <laughs> but the view is great. True. <laughs> but hey, at least we're back together. Yeah. We had our five guys, yeah. some much needed time, and we bonded over uh, WandaVision. Bonded, <laughs> in quotes. Madison and I tend to end up watching stuff that we don't exactly love together by mistake. Oh, yeah. Because we, as we said last episode, I believe, or was it the episode before? It was that? probably the episode before because that was the last time we were here. Oh, right. You had your, your fantasy episode. Okay. Yes. Sorry, I'm... <laughs> it's okay, we're losing track oh, of time, guys. We are, we it's are. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah, we meant to watch Wonder Woman, and that was not good. Um, and then we watched WandaVision, and Wait. I hesitate to say it's not good because I want to, like, sit there and watch where it's going to go. Right. But it just... I sat there, and I was just kind of like, ew. We were both very confused as to what the point was, I think, what we said is we're going to do like an in-depth review once the season is over because it's a nine episode season. Yeah. So once it's over, we'll talk to you guys a little more in depth about it. But right now I think we both just struggle to see what the point of the show is. Yeah. I have some theories. I think like, um, let me pull up my notes here. So first of all, I wanted to sort of talk about like the fact that this is probably the more like concentrated, like the second most concentrated like female representation movie, if you know what I mean. I don't know how to say that correctly. I feel like it's the second most, yeah, female concentrated because is Black Widow out anywhere yet still or are they still holding it back? I think they're still holding it back because I haven't heard anything and I'm pretty I I don't think they'll release it to... HBO Max or anyone. I think they're going to wait. Yeah, I would assume so. Or they would do it on their on Disney Plus and then make you pay like 100 bucks. bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think, but no, we can count Black Widow as like the first one because they definitely made it and she's been around longer. So this was supposed to be the third because Captain Marvel. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. So she, so Wanda was supposed to have her own TV show as like the third of like the most. Well, okay, you know what I, I mean, like the third yeah. most female represented character, and I feel like they just made her a fifties housewife, yeah, and fucked up her representation mm-hmm. because I, from what I understand, WandaVision is supposed to somehow tie into Doctor Strange's multiverse of madness. Mm. I think 
And I think, didn't you say that in the comics, Wanda loses her mind after Vision dies and, like, creates a chasm in reality? Yeah, she does. And I think that that's sort of what they're trying to do, like, a spinoff of. Because a lot of the episode, like, when, you remember when Vision was, like, in the office and he was like, so what do we do here? And then the person was kind of, like, shady and giving him, like, yeah. a, like, he's like, do like we a- do products and stuff like that? Like, no, we just produce these documents. And you're like, yeah. Okay, but why? Like, yeah. And I think that's leading towards the fact that this is like a simulation. And the more that they question it, the more it's going to start falling apart. That's where my prediction of how it's going to go. Right. And you also have the husband who was like choking and stuff. And then the wife was sort of like, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Oh, I didn't notice that. I was just like, what is wrong with her? You know what I mean? I was like, why is she just acting as if he's fine? You know what I mean? Like, I didn't think of it that way. But as soon as like... The TV flicked off like the person, they showed the person flicking off the TV of Wanda and Vision. Mm-hmm. That's when I was like, oh, it's a simulation. I'm a little slow on the draw sometimes, guys, but I'm just, I, I feel like I've watched enough simulation content to just see the signs. To just know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, there was also, um, the fact that like, the the wife asked Wanda, like, why don't you have kids? And Wanda kind of, like, sat there, and her reaction seemed really Shit. confused. Um, Sorry, guys. You're, you're good. And I think she was starting to, like, wonder, like, how did I get here and stuff like that? Because they were like, why are you here? And she just kind of sat there, like, she didn't answer. She just right, sort of stared. Like, when is your anniversary? Where did you move from? How yeah. did you get here? And it, she's just like, ah. Uh... She seemed really confused. And I've heard that the show is going to take place in multiple different time periods. Hmm. So not just the 50s. And I don't know how that would happen. Like, it's not like they are aware that they're traveling through time together. Yeah. How would that even happen? And Vision is supposed to be dead. I don't, I, maybe she went off to try to like revive Vision somehow. And so she ended up getting like tricked into something. Maybe she used one of the stones. Well, the stones got destroyed by oh, Thanos. Oh, that's, that's right. Not not the stone. What did they fuck up the... Oh, did Cap go return the Tesseract? You wouldn't be able to use that. Yeah, because they had to return, like, the stones into, like, their time periods or else things would, like, get out of control or something. Yeah, but it's like, if they were destroyed... I don't understand... I think, well, there is a lot of magic within, within like that segment. And as you said, it's supposed to feed into multiverse of madness. So maybe like Dr. Strange has to like save her from, right. from that reality. And that's going to be what's going to happen there. But I think maybe the motivation was to like revive vision in some way. And maybe there was like a price to that. Yeah. Cause I don't, she was probably like, I'll give you anything. Yeah. Like, and they were like, you know, we're going to put you in a simulation now. Or maybe she purposefully did that. Maybe she was like, I don't want to live a life without vision. So I'm going to get, you know, be put into this simulation. I'm not going to let someone take me out because like this loss is too much to handle. Right. Or she probably was like, you know what? I want to live a perfect life away from all of this and kind of did what, what Cap did and was like, I'm going to allow somebody to do this to me rather than, you know, going back in time. Yeah. That's what my thoughts were too. And Like, the thing that really sort of was strange to me is, like, if that is, like, where it's going to go, then why would she want to be a housewife? Like, why would she want to, like, you know what I mean? Like, why would she want to live, like, this fantasy where women are, like, basically forced into, like, these roles that they have to play? And maybe it's just her, like, wanting a normal life. Um, Yeah, I thought that that was what it was. I felt like she wanted some sense of stability. Mm. And, like, it may have had something to do with her parents back in uh, Sokovia. Maybe her mother taught her that that's how things were supposed to be or something. So she probably, like, idealized being with Vision in a much simpler time than the one they were living in Mm. was probably better for them both. So that's why she probably wanted to be the 50s housewife and, like, be at home and wait for him to get home from work and cook for him and blah, blah, blah. But, like... I'm just pissed that they started with the 50s housewife. Yeah. Like, for an organization that doesn't give its females a lot of stark representation, haha, not like, not, I didn't mean to make a pun, but also <laughs> ha, stark <laughs> representation. Anyway, because, like, most of the female characters don't get their own solo movies. Like, Cherie doesn't get her own, I don't think. Captain Marvel got hers, Black Widow got hers. 
But for a character as powerful as Wanda to be demeaned to a 50s housewife makes mm-hmm. me ill. Yeah, same, same. I'm just like, your fan, your female, your like female fans are like craving for this. And so you're going to put, you're going to give us like, with how many like male centered movies there are, you're going to give us this one. You're going to give us her right off the bat as Vision's 50s housewife. Yeah. And like with the, like literally down to a T with the pearls around her neck and the perfectly like curled hair and the things being ready in the oven and the, the neighbor that gives her all the food, like. And Agnes, the neighbor, even says at one point, what kind of housewife would I be if I didn't have a four-course meal laying around? Like, yeah, that the fact that they've demeaned Wanda to that makes me upset because she is truly one of the most, if not the most powerful hero in the MCU. I would agree to that. Like, yeah. I think she could single-handedly have destroyed Thanos on her own. That's why in Endgame, he was yelling at his troops to rain fire because he wanted to stop Wanda. He wasn't concerned about his own men. He just wanted to stop her. Mm. So it's like, if she could take him down alone, like, she's more powerful than all of them. Yeah. And to belittle her in this way makes me really, really angry. Yeah. And that's why I, that's why I felt like we should have waited for like a, like a, maybe a longer sort of like season thing, because like, I want to sort of know, like, is this something that she's putting on herself? Is this something that she's being forced into? Because I feel like that's a very big, like aspect of that as well. Like if she's choosing to be a housewife, then good. Like, you know, it's her choice and like, she's, she's happy with that. And that's how she wants to basically live her life. Like that's totally fine. But like, if she's forced into it, I'm just like, it's going to be kind of disappointing to me. Yeah. I just, I don't even know how to feel about it. Cause there were aspects that I liked. And then there are aspects where I'm like, this is not what we deserve as a fan base because I think other than the few solo movies they have for female heroes, the one show of that kind of feminine power was during Endgame when all of the women stood up to fight. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's it. That's your big female representation scene. You will give us nothing else. And I also found that disrespectful because they didn't wait. They didn't do that when Nat was alive. Mm -hmm. And I was like, the disrespect. So I think Marvel is just forgets about its female heroes which is going to be interesting to see in phase four we are in phase four now right yeah Yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see in phase four because i know she hulk comes in and like Hmm. female thor how they rectify that because they can't just make them weaker versions of bruce and thor like they they can't that they have to at least make them somewhat strong so i don't know how i don't know where all this is gonna go yeah, I don't I I don't really know where it's going either and no shade to Marvel but I've just sort of been in like a superhero fatigue for the past like year or two. Like I love superhero movies like the next person but like at this point I'm like I'm tired of going into theaters and watching like the same plot happen over and over right, and over like again. the guy saves the girl again and again and again and the person is fighting for a girl or fighting for their love interest. Yeah. Not everything has to be about fighting for the love of your life. It could just be about, like, I think the one that I will say is doing a great job of that is um, Spider-Man, mm. Peter Parker. He's not fighting for MJ mm. in the books at all, like, in the books, in the movies at all, like, especially in uh, Far From Home. The reason he was doing everything that he was doing was in memory of Tony. And that was a very different kind of love. And I was like, that's the only Marvel series that has done a good job of portraying fighting for something that isn't the love of your life. Because even at the end of the day, despite Cap, despite the fact that Cap wants to fight for Bucky, at the end of the day, he's still constantly in search of Peggy. He abandoned Bucky. Mm. For Peggy. So, like, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter that he got Bucky away from... What did I call fucking hell? Hydra. <laughs> Thank you! <laughs> You're good. It's it's my Wait, brain. Is, it's 8 o'clock. I am an old person. I... <laughs> I go to bed at like 11, okay? Anyway. I went to bed at 11 yesterday, ironically. I go to bed at 11 and wake up at 6. I'm an old woman. Oh, God. You're turning into my mom. I am. It's bad. <laughs> Except I love Laurel, so it's not bad. But, um... 
No, it's like despite the fact that he got Bucky away from Hydra, he still left her for a girl. Left him for a girl. Yeah, and like that whole thing, like I felt like messed with like Peggy's story arc too, because like she I, had a life. Yeah, she did without him. Yeah. She she literally showed up in TV shows too, and she was such a big thing for um, Shield as well. Yeah, like, and it's like, well, can't what? Why do we? Why do we have to? You threw away Steve's whole arc for heterosexuality. Are you serious? And that's what Hollywood does. And the thing is, is I would have loved for them to have Wanda, like, not in her own TV series. I think the fact that they made it a TV series makes me uncomfortable too, because mm-hmm. that implies that she's not good enough for her own film Mm. because i feel like i have a soft spot for film although there is a lot of good tv i feel like film has the opportunity to tell a better story than a tv show i don't know if it builds as much it really depends on the tv show but i feel like superhero stuff doesn't have as much of an opportunity to build through tv Mm. and like i think what i would have liked them to see (laughs) at least now like from what i've seen like i would have liked to see wanda kind of post endgame try to overcome her loss of vision and like not like live her life to save him but live her life to honor him like peter is doing for tony Hmm. and like working to i don't know what i would want her to be doing but being some sort of example of feminine power and showing little girls who watch these movies you don't need a man to be happy Mm-hmm. you can be strong and powerful all on your own and like all your power doesn't have to come from anger and grief yeah i think too like they could have just shown her like grieving you like you said like right she could have just like had a period to where like she had that realization like i don't need vision anymore and maybe or like i still want him because i miss him but like i don't need him to live and be happy yeah and maybe that's where this tv show is going it's it's a little too early to tell yeah. but um, I don't know. The fact that it, I, I agree with you to some extent, the fact that it was a TV show was a little like off putting to me. And I don't know. I don't know why though, because like, I think, cause we've had like good, good superhero TV shows before. Like daredevil is fantastic. If you I'm thinking seen of Supergirl and that I'm not a fan. Oh of. God. Okay. CW TV shows are just horrible. What they, yeah. I could talk all day about what they did to Arrow was just don't even mm, please don't monstrous. I'm, I'm go into Arrow season two. Okay, okay, never mind. That's a whole other whole episode. Other episode. Yes. Whole other episode. <laughs> but I don't. I don't even know why. Maybe I'll figure it out by next week. I don't know. I don't. I, I'm like, do we have enough content for that? I just feel like what could have happened for her was if they wanted to give her a movie. They could have even either given her an origin story and had her and Quicksilver and like how they became or how or how they ended up under Ultron's grasp in the first place. Like how they were put in that position, Mm. despite the fact that we like saw that happen, like how they were even put in the position to be found by him, how they got their powers because they were experimented on. And I think that would have been cool. And I would have obviously thought that like seeing her grieve vision and then like become powerful and deal with her own set of battles would have been another great way to give her an arc. But right now she's just up until now, she's been the weak little kid that the rest of the Avengers have to babysit and make sure she doesn't destroy anything. And then she meets vision and vision gives her worth and allows her to step outside. Cause if you look at it, it's like civil war. She wasn't allowed out of the house and vision was like, no, like, yeah, you do what you want. (laughs) And it was kind of like, oh, she had his approval, so she fell in love with him. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't like how they did that because she it just shows she's not able to function on her own. Like, And I, and I mean how they did that as in like how they've tied it into now. Mm. Not like back then. I think back then it served them well. But like now I'm like, what the fuck? Like you gotta... And can we say too, like... Ending it by showing us it's a simulation was kind of lame. Um, because, like, 
you should have let people lead up to that plot twist. You shouldn't have been like episode one, we're going to show you what that is because it would have been much more exciting for me to like slowly see the signs of like the, the simulation fading. And then you're like, Oh, she's in like a simulation or whatever it's going to be like, that would have felt much more fulfilling right. to me than suddenly just like taking us out of it and like taking the whole fun out of a plot twist. Like, or like at this point, the fact that they don't even know how they got to where they are mm-hmm. or like where they're from, like you would expect them to know on some level, oh, we were in battle. Mm-hmm. I was created by Tony Stark, Howard Stark's son. Like, you know what I mean? Like you would expect them to know these details of their lives and it's on some level discuss it. Yeah, I that could be a factor of the simulation though, to where like they don't really have that many memories. And I know that's what I'm saying is I didn't oh, like okay. that. Yeah, I didn't like that they didn't even discuss it because obviously Vision is dead. Yeah, and like you would think he would discuss Tony on some level. Like I'm sure it meant something to him. Tony created him. Yeah, so it's like okay why is this not being talked about? It was such a big event. And if you're going to include WandaVision in phase four, it needs to be discussed because I have a feeling that people in phase four, regardless of what movie it is, are going to be discussing Tony Stark. Mm. And do we know if he's coming back or DJ? People have been speculating. I don't know if I, I don't know if it's been confirmed. I haven't kept up with Marvel for a while, but, um, I don't, I don't know. His time in the MCU is not May 4th, 2020. Downey's reportedly set to reprise his role in the upcoming movie Black Widow before hanging up his Iron Man suit for good. Oh, right. Because, like, people were saying um, Black Widow got her start in um, Iron Man, and so, he, and so he's going to get his end in, like, kind of the start of Black Widow, even though it's still kind of the end of Black Widow. Yeah, but it says, but Endgame director Anthony Russo says his return must be earned. But this was on May 4th, 2020, Mm. and Black Widow was already shot and filmed by that point. Yeah. So, like, maybe they're debating bringing him back further. Oh, this is, um, this is actually new. Okay. Oh, he said that's all done. No, and I feel bad because he's been doing not as well mm. acting-wise. Like, did you see um, Doolittle? No. It was bad. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to take a second to talk to y'all about Anchor. If you're anything like me, you've kind of recently fallen into the world of podcasting, both on the listening and creating side. I recently found a bunch of podcasts that I love and decided it was about time that I make one of my own because I love talking to people and I love sharing creative ideas and this was just the perfect way to do that but I had no idea how to do it because of course I've never done it before. But some of the podcasts I listened to mentioned Anchor and I decided to check it out and it is the best decision I have ever made. Anchor is a free podcasting service that allows you to record distribute, and pick the cover art and music for your own podcast. I mean, what else can you ask for? It makes the whole process so simple, especially for those of us who are just starting out and really have no idea what we're doing. And in order to distribute your podcast, it takes little to no work from you at all. Anchor will distribute your podcast to places like Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, the whole nine yards. And you can just watch yourself grow and change. And it's a great way to develop that learning experience. So if anyone is interested in making a podcast anytime soon or ever really, go to anchor.fm to check it out. Now on with the episode. But anyway, yeah, I think like the capacity in which he comes back is going to be like what Wonder Woman does with like the original Wonder Woman coming back for like a brief second and you see her and like know that she's still there Mm -hmm. where it's like maybe we'll see Tony in that respect even if RDJ doesn't like sign on to like step on set maybe they'll use like a hologram of him or something yeah um I think you're right far from home yeah there's that scene where like there's the mural yeah where Mm -hmm. he's talking to him yeah, I'm not wrong. Yeah, I think your prediction is 99% accurate. Also, if you guys ever want to feel pain, 
Please remember that Tony Stark mourned Peter Parker for longer than he knew him. Wow. <laughs> I cried yesterday when I saw that on, like, Twitter. I was like, no. You were please. like, stop. And then also keep in mind that Peter Parker didn't know that Morgan existed until he met her at Tony's funeral. Oh, that kind of hurts. It hurts a lot. Okay, if I have to suffer, so do you. Oh, All of you. That kind of hurts. So I think, like, the whole point of what we wanted to establish was that Marvel, without its original cast, may very well, like, be declining. Not in, like, the sense of the way that they produce content, I guess. I just feel like the character arcs won't be as intense. Hmm. Like, I think Bucky without Steve is not going to be good. Hmm. I think, like, we may see Bucky descend into madness a little bit again. Yeah, I, I'm actually kind of excited, though, to see his interactions with Sam, because they had a pretty funny... Um... Yeah, they have a pretty funny rapport, like, for sure. I just can't see anyone else doing Captain America's job that's not Chris Evans, because he did it so well. Yeah, I think that's actually the the thing that I'm the most excited for, though, is, like... I'm um, definitely excited, because Anthony Mackie is amazing. I'm just also nervous, because I've seen Chris Evans in Captain America shoes for so long that I'm, like... It's hard to replace. I, I don't know how to rectify that. Yeah, I no get that. No matter who it is. I get that. I'm kind of nervous about that too, but um, I don't know. I think it's going to be the most interesting because yeah. uh, I might get in trouble for this, but I never really liked Loki and I'm not really excited for his... What? Wait. I... <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm gonna leave. <laughs> You're fired. Oh, Get no. out. <laughs> it's gonna turn back to the caffeinated artist. Oh god, no, that was a disaster, please. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Um oh my god. <laughs> what I'm gonna get so much hate. Um I just didn't like how Marvel didn't let him grow as a character. Okay, I get that. I thought you yeah. meant you didn't like him as a character. I was like, <sighs> excuse me? I'm get just out not of my excited heart. for his TV show. I'm not really excited. Oh, to... I forgot he gets a TV show. Yeah, it's like, it's great. Kind of... So this means like Tom Hiddleston on the regular for me. Yeah. Beautiful. I love Tom Hiddleston. Go, don't get me wrong. Like, he does Loki so well, but like. So well. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> getting a little wet in the studio today. <laughs> Things are a little damp. <laughs> We're keeping that in. We're going to get demonetized. <laughs> this is now turning into Caller Daddy. Oh my god, <laughs> We are no- just to be clear, we are not up to par with the founding father, and I hope she <laughs> ever finds this podcast that I don't think that. Anyway. I love um, you, Daddy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting derailed. Um <laughs> Where is this going? We've lost our minds in the studio today. I'm very um, uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my god. <sighs> okay, okay. Uh, no, but I think Tom Hiddleston will uh, make an appearance in our um, characters we find most attractive episode. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> on both ends. <laughs> it's going to get a little damp in the studio at that point. <laughs> a little moist. <laughs> The virgin whore. The virgin whore. Suddenly not a virgin anymore (laughs) by the thought of Tom Hiddleston. Uh, Yeah, he's pretty fine, but um, (laughs) I don't think he gets me as damp as he does with you. (laughs) That's not even the Marvel man that gets me the most damp. It's Chris Evans, isn't it? Ooh! Yes, Chris Hemsworth. He's pretty fine. Yes, but like also he's not Chris Evans for me. Oh. She's like, it's Chris Evans or no one. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Take it or leave it. <laughs> um, um, and then some people are like, Tom Holland makes me wet. And I'm like, what? No, Tom Holland is a chicken nugget. You leave him alone. He looks like he's 15. He looks 
so little. And I'm like, no, he's a baby. You leave him out of this. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I just, like, the fact that he just goes back and forth between, like, I'm a villain. JK, I'm going to stab you in the back again. That's just not really my thing. And, like, I don't know. I He's just not my favorite. <laughs> I'm going to disagree with you just because I think he's funny as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I think you forget, like, Loki is the god of mischief. So even when you think he's turned, like, it's in his nature to not be completely good yeah but there's a point where i'm like okay like i can't only watch the same storyline happen over and over but it's like i do think that after ragnarok or like during during ragnarok he had that arc that was a great okay loki and thor ragnarok was really good but in the first two movies i was like that was enough for me and even in like avengers yeah Mm. even like during the avengers movie it wasn't that great but it was like i think by infinity war when thanos killed him like he i think he was going to be very consistently on that arc yeah and find other ways to cause mischief mm-hmm. but like so i would be excited to see how that tv show goes how what is that tv show even gonna be called do you know it's called loki i think is it yeah let me oh, double check that, that all it is yeah because like what is it even about because I'm confused on how we're bringing back all of these dead characters. Does this all have to do with Doctor Strange? Um, it could. That, I was we don't know. Let her wrong. Loki TV show. But like, I think yeah, it's that Chris Evans is the only one besides um, RDJ that I'm gonna have a tough time replacing mm-hmm. in my mind. I do think Mark Ruffalo is an irreplaceable. He's a good Hulk and he's a good Bruce Banner. But Hulk isn't my favorite, so I don't know how much I will miss him. Yeah. I'll miss Mark Ruffalo, for sure. Yeah. I just don't know how much I'm going to miss, like, Bruce Banner specifically. I agree with you there. So, it's, like, it's very hard for me to replace Chris Evans and RDJ. But, like, I just don't know how they're going to um, adapt through that because that was almost the heart of the mcu and is jeremy jeremy renner is sticking around isn't he i think he is i think there's speculation to where he's going to train like the young avengers or whatever i think that's called. what it is yeah and he's going to be sort of a mentor there because i think his daughter is supposed to like take up that role yeah because he is training her we see that in endgame like yeah. at the end of it in the beginning of endgame yeah and about about Hulk too, like his character arc was way too fast going into oh Endgame. My God. Yeah, and I think I think it became boring for me when he stopped being the Hulk or like stopped being Bruce. Yeah, definitely. And just like became at one with like his Hulk self. Yeah, because it's like that's the whole point of the Hulk. It's like get angry, smash, like. Hulk, Hulk smash is Hulk smash, like, for a reason. Yeah. And it just felt... I, I'm definitely under the belief that there should have been a movie between um, Infinity War and Endgame. And we should have seen the consequences of the snap and what that did to people. That could have been such yeah. a good opportunity that Marvel missed. Because, like, when you went into Endgame, it was like, okay, everything's going to be solved. So the snap didn't really mean anything as much as it did at the like, end of Infinity War. And right. you could have done so much with that. Like, the fact that those characters weren't there anymore. You could show, like, the Avengers is still strong. Or, like, you should could have shown them, like, struggling to still, like, defend the world. Right. We really didn't get enough of that in Endgame for Endgame to matter. I think what also could have been interesting is all the people who disappeared, what are they doing? Yeah. Like, what are they thinking? Yeah. Because that was, that was, like, a huge speculation leading up into the movie was that they were in the Soul Stone. And yeah. a lot of people were creating, like, fan art based off of that and, like, fan fiction based off of that. Oh, we need to do a whole episode on fanfic, too. Oh, I'm not as knowledgeable about fanfic, but... Um, I feel like you could chime in, though. Yeah, I could chime in. Because I don't know anyone who's, like, as passionate about fanfic as me. So, like, I just need something to talk about. I used to write really bad fan fiction, though. I'll say that. I also um, used to write very bad fan fiction. And my professors all want to read it. And I'm like, no. I want to read it. No. <laughs> it can't be as cringy as mine i literally wrote about like a band that i was obsessed back with back in the day and it wasn't good at least you didn't write one direction fan fiction i never did 
But like One Direction fan fiction was cringy. Mm. Like it was so bad. It would be like After. I'm at the One Direction concert. They're all so perfect. Niall saw me from the stage and winked and told me and like nodded. Even his though head. I was in the the what are they the, called the, 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 the like balcony row. Yeah, he spotted me from all the way down there. His green orbs. <laughs> I love that. His emerald green orbs. orbs. Oh. <laughs> ASMR. I love that. Oh. You may be a minor. Even though you're underage. Yeah, you're a minor, but I want to fuck you. And you're pregnant, and you can come on the road with me now. Like, and Simon Cowell is my uncle, okay? Oh, my God. He's not related, but he's my uncle. That was, oh my like God, that was back stable. when we liked Simon. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Simon can fuck off. Damn. Simon ruined my boys. I never really read One Direction fan fiction, but I read like I only ever read one because I was curious. And you know which one I never read and will never read after. After, <laughs> after is something. Dude. I literally found out this bitch had her fan fiction published, and I was like, I've been writing fan fiction for ten years, and this girl writes one fact fan fiction, and somehow it's a whole ass book and a movie. Did you know Harry Styles blocked her? <gasps> he no. blocked the, the author. Oh my goodness. He was probably like, oh my god, why the fuck are you this creepy? I don't like this book and I don't like this movie. He's like, what are you doing? You. He was okay, like, I don't want to be associated with we're this. We're getting off topic. What else were we saying about Marvel? I don't know. I feel like the other one I don't know. Oh, I know what I was saying. I was saying the other person I don't know how they're going to get on without Chadwick Bosman. Oh, no. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. Oh, no. That, I truly have no. no idea what we're going to do without T'Challa. I didn't even think about that. And Black Panther was my favorite, I think. I oh, my God. That just hit me like a brick. <laughs> because they aren't making any more movies. They are not replacing him. Oh, no. Black Panther I read. Too. I was like, they will not be replacing him. Oh. I don't know if they finished. I think they might have finished filming Black Panther 2, but I don't know if they're going to release it. Oh, dude. Oh, God. I'm fucked up now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to look that up really quick. Are they releasing Black Panther 2? Oh, no. Maybe... Are they even going to extend the Black Panther unit? They still have to keep no, Wakanda. No, they're, they're probably going to keep Shuri around. Like, Yeah, because that meant like so much to like the Black community. So it's like, you can't get rid of Wakanda. No, they're not going to keep Wakanda. They're not going to get Wakanda. Like, They're not going to take it away. But like, they're just not going to... When was this? December 10th, 2020? When did Chadwick Boseman... Oh, um, when did he die? Well, there it, the article that it's attached to was talking about recasting him, so. No, they would not. Or not recasting Will not him. recast the character. Yeah. Special Chasmic will, will be the one and only T'Challa at Disney's Investor Day. The studio unveiled that the premiere date for Black Panther 2, the Highlands, Spider-Man sequel to Black Panther, was shortly. I wanted to acknowledge the designation. But wait, are they releasing it? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Okay, so they will be releasing Black Panther 2, but that is the final legacy of Chadwick Boseman. God. Which I think is terrifying. Yeah. Like, he probably had just finished filming, and I had no idea he had cancer. I don't think anyone did. I think the cast did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like, think they knew, because I think Chris Evans was like destroyed oh god because the way he tweeted about him it was like i can't fucking believe this like because i i i can't fathom how somebody could be up and doing all like just as black panther alone not even his other projects as the black panther i i don't know how you could be doing all of that with stage four lung cancer that's some heavy yeah. Stunts. Like, there's a lot of fucking screaming as a superhero. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's gotta and be painful. Treatment, too, is exhausting for cancer yeah. patients. So And, like, days on set are long. Yeah. 
like intensely long because like god just I've been on set not as an actor obviously but like as like filming short films it is often for short films for student films eight hours a day oh god the max they are allowed to work you is 12 hours a day with a 12 hour turnaround mm-hmm. so like let's say I get to set at 6 a.m and leave at 6 p.m I gotta I gotta get back there at 6 a.m the next day so it's like I have to go home and go to bed yeah to get up and do the same thing and it's so rewarding but it's so tiring and I can't even imagine that process as an actor who probably has to be there just I mean no they get to get there after the crew does for sure but like I can't imagine as an actor, especially in such a strenuous lead role, how you deal with cancer and treatment. And I had no idea. You wouldn't know. No, you wouldn't. Although I did see some like last videos of him and he was like really like thin. And I was just like, how did we not even like realize that? And the thing is, too, people were like shaming him, too, for being like thin, thin. And it's like, you know, like you shouldn't you don't know what people are going through. So you can't just, like, be poke fun at people, no. especially about, like, their bodies and stuff. Like, we've just got to cut that out because that's just – it's horrible. It's, yeah. like – it's, like, he probably felt so, like – He sees it. Like, I don't think people understand the pe- that these people are still real people with feelings who probably see all the terrible comments that people write about them. Exactly, yeah. And it's, like, can you imagine – he was probably ill and seeing all these comments and being, like, wow, I really am not good enough or, like, this is how quickly people turn on me and when I'm gone, like – Yeah, and it's, like, he was working so hard, too, like – I make so many people happy, too. Yeah, exactly, and being such, like, a huge symbol as well. And it – I don't know. It just sort of – that whole situation is just, like, it, it broke me when I – Actually, I had never seen the Black Panther movie until this summer. Mm. Just because I wasn't always interested in, like, the spinoffs of the Avengers movies. Before I was a big fan, I didn't care. Mm. I would always just watch the Avengers movie and not understand how they all tied in. Mm. But then I, like, finally got around to it and I was like, oh, I have to watch, like... Because I didn't understand how Black Panther tied into Endgame either, so I just kind of skipped it. Mm. And I skipped, like... Thor Ragnarok too, and I like because I told you I didn't watch Ragnarok till like a couple months ago either. So, like I finally watched it and I was like, "Holy shit! Like it's an amazing, amazing movie." And like the fact that he works so hard, and there are so many people that love these movies and wait for them to come out year after year, and a lot of people will go and see the certain movies for their favorite hero. And for a lot of people, that was T'Challa. And, like, I remember when we were in the theater when he came out during Endgame, like, out of the portal. Mm. And people were so, like, relieved to see him. Yeah. And, and like, the entire, like, Wakandan army came out behind him. Everyone was so, like overjoyed and it's like that's how much of an impact he has on people he was yeah he was just such a huge symbol and he was such a big push for representation yeah too. like people were talking about he that was, for months and i know that they had a. I know it's falcon and what's his name the winters oh no a uh, war machine yes but what's his name roadie there we go thank you i was like I was like, I know him by his name, and I couldn't remember. Because mm-hmm. they have Rhodey, and then they have T'Challa, and they have Sam. Mm-hmm. But I, as a main hero, they had never had an African-American character. Mm-hmm. And Chadwick Bosman was that, and he did amazingly at it. Yeah. It was, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to be very emotional when Black Panther 2 comes out. Oh, God. Dude. I don't know. I know they're waiting until the end of the pandemic. Like, I know they're waiting until 2022 because they want to wait to release it when the most amount of people will go see it in theaters. They it's going to be big, yeah. I know that they don't want to. Because what they did with 1984, like, everyone was so, like, I was in a film industry class, like, right before it came out, and they were saying, that's probably going to be the next big thing for film is that they're all <laughs> going to start charging to put it on streaming services because oh. that's the way the the world is going to start working because a lot of theaters are closing. Yeah. That or the Paramount Law will be discontinued, which I don't know if you know what that is. I but don't. it's like the Paramount Law 
um, prevents larger corporations from buying theaters. So, like, Disney, if they produce a movie, like, they cannot buy, the like, a, th- a chain of theaters. Oh, please keep that law intact. No, I think they're disestablishing it. So, that way, like, if Disney wants to buy a theater, it will also be, like, a Disney experience. You know what I mean? So, it'll be, like, Mickey-themed or whatever. And then, like, Warner Brothers could buy a theater. Like, Sony could buy a theater. Like... I don't know where they are on that, but there's a lot of talk of that being repealed in the next year or so, especially with everything going on, because theaters need to stay in business. Yeah. But these companies need to remain afloat, because I think a lot of people are shitting on Disney, especially, and I think, like, absolutely shit on Disney. I don't support everything that they do, because I just found out a bunch a bunch of stuff about Mulan, and... Yeah. Yeah, which I did not know until yesterday, actually. Disney is just, Which, it's so strange. It's a beautiful yet a very corrupt corporation. Yeah. And I, Disney, please, if you hire me, don't, don't be upset with me. Um, <laughs> uh, we might, we might have to edit that out. Yeah. I'm saying just sometimes, like, you don't have to agree with everything that a corporation does. Unless, obviously, it is fundamentally against your beliefs as a human being. Then, by all means, disagree. But, like... A lot of these companies are losing money. Disney may be a multi-billion dollar company, but this is kind of off topic. But at Disney parks, especially people are like, oh, they have enough money to keep the parks open. No, the parks and the um, television aspect of it is completely separate. Mm. All aspects of Disney are separate. Like TV and movies are separate. The parks are separate. Books are separate. They can't help each other out. Mm. So it's like, they're still losing money, so it's like Disney needs to partner up with a theater. Yeah. In order to, like, maintain its flow. So I think that they're not going to be one of the ones to partake in putting movies on streaming services. Especially not a Marvel movie. They'd be insane. DC can take that risk because DC doesn't regularly produce good movies. <laughs> but, oh god. Marvel can't take that risk and especially because it is Chadwick Bosman's last existing film hmm. they are gonna wait to give it the send-off it deserves which I'm like a little sad that we've got to wait till July of 2022 but it's gonna be so powerful though like they're probably editing it in a way you know what they're probably doing you know how they do the card of a comic reel at the beginning of every film oh like what they did with Stan Lee yeah what they did with Stan they're probably gonna do that with Chadwick Oh, I wish. That's going to be so... Like, I think that's exactly up. what they're going to do. I hate corporations, but show up, they are not, like, Absolutely. I think that's exactly what they're doing. They said that they will not be recasting him. Yeah. It is going to die with him. Yeah. Because it's his legacy. It belongs to him. Like, I'm looking at this picture of him in the article, and there's, like, no one more powerful than that. Yeah. I think the first time I saw him, because first time I saw him was in Civil War. Mm. Right? Was that Seattle yeah, Civil War? Yeah, because he well, they didn't have a movie for him then either, right? No, they didn't. Mm-mm. First time when I saw him in Civil War, I was afraid of him mm. almost because he was hell bent on like killing Bucky. Yeah, and it was like he was out for blood and vengeance, and I was like, you know what? This is like a powerful character. Yeah, and I I. Like, the thing that drew me to T'Challa, to too, is the fact that, like, he found out Bucky wasn't responsible, and he immediately was like, okay, like, I'm going to, like, back off, and I'm going to be honorable. He's just such a, like, honorable character, but not yeah. in the way that, like, not in the annoying way that, like, Superman is. Um, yeah, Superman guys, is a... I, <laughs> I have a love-hate relationship Clark with Superman. Kent and I are not. <laughs> not on good terms. Me too. Another episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bitch-ass Clark Kent. Um, oh my god. But yeah, he's just so honorable. And you see that even in Black Panther too as well. Just like... Yeah. I, I love Black Panther. I just... Mm-hmm. He's he's just everything. He's everything. I'm just... A loss of an amazing person. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Like, just amazing. Probably the strongest moral compass of Marvel. Yeah. People would probably say that's Captain America, but like, no, I think it's no. T'Challa. Steve's moral compass went askew, like around 
<laughs> Civil War. I think it started in Winter Soldier when he started to realize that S.H.I.E.L.D. wasn't all it was cracked up to be, you know? Yeah. And then, like, it just started going down. Well, he's like, I would I would destroy... No, I don't want to say that because that's technically not true. I was going to say, I would break all the laws for Bucky. <laughs> I think he would, though. Because he broke so many laws, he almost got himself and the rest of the Avengers fucking arrested in Civil War to protect him. And for a good cause, though, okay? For a good cause. I agree. Yeah, okay. okay. You know, I was very much Team Cap, and then I started to see see Tony's side of it, and I was like, okay, I'm really not on his side anymore, because I can see both of them. Yeah. But it's like... Steve has a moral compass, but also how stupid can you be? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, Black Panther is the moral compass without the stupidity. He's yeah. rational. He's level-headed. Steve, at the end of the day, maybe because he was raised as a prince. Mm-hmm. Like T'Challa. Oh, I thought you were... <laughs> First no, 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 I thought no. you were Captain America. And I, was I like, know, I saw what? your face and I was like, no, 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 I'm talking about T'Challa here. <laughs> But oh god, it may be because he was raised as a prince that like he he's that level headed, and Steve obviously was not. He have, often had to fight for his way in a lot of things, like especially when he was younger before he was given the super serum. But like, I just T'Challa's moral compass is impeccable, and Cap's moral compass can be questionable. True. You know what's funny is sometimes, like, in certain aspects, I think Tony may have a better moral compass. Than Steve? Sometimes. I feel like... Sometimes, yes. Okay, sometimes... Yeah, I mean, sometimes, but, like, I feel like Tony is very much so, like... He's an unstable person. No, he's unstable. I think at the end of the day, he's like, no, this is what's good for people. Yeah. And this is, like... And he understands that. But it... Because at the end of the day, Steve was wrong about him. Yeah, he was. He was. Like, very wrong about him. Because Steve Steve has a great moral compass. And please, nobody tell me I hate on me because I love, love, love Steve Rogers. She does. With my whole heart. He's my favorite hero. Madison knows this. Yep. I I confirm. Give my life to be Peggy Carter. Anyway. Oh, (laughs) I'm a witness. Sorry, Reed. (laughs) (laughs) He's never going to show up on our podcast again. (laughs) He's like... I am pulling my sponsorship. <laughs> um, no, but I love him. But also, like, he can be very arrogant because he's so straight and narrow. Okay, you're talking about Steve. Yes. Okay, not Reed. <laughs> no, no. Oh, I my was God. Like, Wait a minute, what? No. Okay. Um, Steve sorry. can be very arrogant because he's so straight and narrow, and he immediately assumed that Tony would not lay his life down for any member of their team or any member of, like, the people of the world, and that's exactly what he did. That's the reason why all of them came out alive, and Steve was wrong. So the fact that Tony was able to make that distinction and the fact that Tony was able to have enough growth to make that distinction shows me that maybe he had a little more Oof. of a moral compass like towards the end at least yeah for sure should we just stop it so that we can start yeah. another one yeah because i'm watching it like so i guess now what are what we can move on to um some more theories yeah and where we think it's headed um i'm just interested to see because if jeremy renner is saying mm. i'm interested to see how he goes on without nat yeah. Or how he's handling that, if we get to see that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's going to be sort of like an Iron Man situation again, to where, like, he's honoring that because Nat was such a huge component right. of his life. Sorry, but it's like, you see in Far From Home, in that instance, like, Peter is very, like, deep in his grief the entire time, even when he is in Europe. Mm. And, like, fighting Mysterio or, like, being mentored by Mysterio slash, you know. Mysterio was a little bitch. Mysterio's awful. I really want to know what they're going to do with that. Mm-hmm. Because they exposed him at the end. Of Far From Home. That's true. I, don't... I want to know what happens there. Maybe that. Oh. Oh. Mini theory. Maybe that will somehow tie into the multiverse. 
Oh. Where Doctor Strange can go back and be like, okay, I'm going to fix it. It but could like, be, but wasn't his magic technically phony? Yes. Doctor Strange? No, um, the Mysterio, Mysterio. was all like 3D reality and shit. Yeah. But it was like, but the fact that he was like, he could manipulate it that way. I don't think very many people are going to question it. Mm. So I think what Doctor Strange may do is he may be like, you know what? I'm going to go and go back and fix this because you messed up, kid. Like, mm. Wait, is this him? <sighs> I don't even know what to expect coming up. Um, I don't know either just because everything I've ever known is like gone. Yeah. You feel me? Like, I definitely feel you. I think, like, excuse me, looking at, oh, Blade, that seems like it would be dope. Hopefully they can do Fantastic Four some justice. I, I'm not, Four, I'm not hopeful. <laughs> I'm not hopeful. We put, it's the MCU, though. I feel like they can do it. I think it's going to somehow connect. Yeah. Now, they're gonna be like, oh, there you are. I'm not ready for X-Men to have their MCU revival, though. A lot like, of people are going to connect, connect it in. Yeah, I think they're going to try to. Because, wait, 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 no. Who has the rights to... That's a whole nother thing. It's like, who has the rights to X-Men? But, like, if MCU did their own revival, I think I need, like, ten years to get Before that. X-Men comes back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Moon Knight. I've heard he's, like, the Batman of... Um... The MCU. Yeah. I'm excited for him. Isn't he um, gay? I don't know. To be continued. Yeah. Yes. To be continued. So with that, follow us on Instagram at Sabrina Canown and that uh, what? <laughs> Your last name again? Listen, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> anyway, follow me there. I'm sorry. Never mind. And follow Madison at Wolf Silhouette. <laughs> Not any better. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's been my um not entity. What identity what is it called? That's been my identity on the internet for a long time. Don't look me up, please. Um <laughs> I'm cutting that out. No. <laughs> no, because I kept all that stuff on a different account. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, shit. Okay. I wrote some erotica back in the day. Oh. Yeah. Um, uh, follow us on Twitter. Okay. At- <laughs> I need to check what our Instagram is name. It's Fangirl Files. I know because I messed it up so oh. much. Oh. Follow us on Instagram at Fangirl Files Podcast. Oh, shit. <laughs> and follow us on Twitter at Fangirl Files Pod. And follow us on YouTube. We yeah. are the Fangirl Files channel with our logo as the cover yep. art or the profile picture. And if you guys have any more, get out. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye, bitch. Leave. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> Fuck off. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Get I out. love you. But we love out. you, though. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Avoiding potholes. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with Auto Owners Insurance, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. Auto Owners works with independent agents who live in your community and answer when you call, so you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. Ask your independent agent if Auto Owners makes sense for you. Hey guys, I'm Serafina, and thanks for listening to SGP Radio. Stream our podcast and more across SGP Radio platforms, including the Brandon Gerald Productions app for iOS and Android. Or you can visit www.bgpllcapp.com. Stream, download, listen, like, Share, subscribe, repost, binge, and enjoy this podcast and so much others like Not Your Token Black Girl, Working Gals Guide, Black Girl Storytime, 
Juice Pro Wrestling, Black Guy Wrestling, and Podcasts About Nothing. We have so much more on our stations. Tell it for her, Noir, and wrestling fans, including SGP Radio Originals and our blogs. Enjoy. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Crunchy Bars. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Delicious and convenient, both their toasted almond and lemon almond flavors have two grams of net carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein, all in a satisfying crunch. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Bars are now available in the granola bar aisle at Walmart. As a small business owner, you're redefining business as usual. From rethinking the way you work to reassessing your bandwidth, you're changing the way you do business. And at Cox Business, so are we. With flexible internet packages to get you back to business. Rethink. Reconnect. Reimagine. Get 50 megs of internet for only $70 per month for six months. No annual contract required. Ends 12-31-20 restrictions apply. Visit coxbusiness.com for details. All services subject to Cox Business General Terms.